can sense it. I know. Like, when I was flirting with this guy, I was like, this fucking guy. And he has, like, a soft voice. He's got a soft body. Like soft body! And he just, like, I was enjoying it, but I just felt it. I was like, oh, my gosh. I know. Florida plates. Our mom, Bella, is driving us in the front seat. <laughs> We're sitting in the back. Five stars, Bella. Thanks. Your DJ skills are amazing. <laughs> it's the, the playlist is from the coffee shop in Houston. That's what we were listening to this morning, too? Oh, my God, yes. you guys. This well, playlist well, is unbelievable. I worked so hard to get us this playlist <laughs> so we could have it. Um, yeah, we'll tell you guys all about it. We're literally driving right now from Austin to Dallas. Yeah. Recording this full episode because Raina's got to get her titties done. It's a whole thing. Yeah, we have three hours to kill. So yeah. we got some checks mixed and hopped in the back seat. Okay, and this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash gg. So you know if you listen to this show that we are such fans of therapy and anything that can really improve your mental health and get you to a better place where you are loving and enjoying your life more and spending the time the way you want to. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time, but the question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. So therapy can really help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. It's so helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, empowering you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma, et cetera. It helps you with your relationships, whether romantic, friendships, family, all the things. So we really cannot recommend it enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and then switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So again, check out BetterHelp, see if it works for you, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash GGE today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash GGE. You know what's funny is like the seatbelt is like up around my neck and I've never had like a light choking while we were recording. <laughs> it feels nice. I know. I'm like, I feel like I have a triple chin because I'm I trying do. to get down the mic. Just hold it. Should I hold it? I want to look at you don't. while we're recording. All right. Let's hold them, but don't get them too close. <laughs> They're like the little lapel mics. I feel like I'm, I'm doing a TikTok. You know, they like do. Do you think this is what Shaq feels like when he holds a microphone? <laughs> Why'd you have to bring up Shaq? Ashley loves That's Shaq my guy. so much. So much. Right and I have an idea to do bonus episodes solo, but interviews of stuff that really is irrelevant to the rest of the topic. Like I would interview Shaq and LeBron just me. and LeBron. Do you feel like you could do it or you Le- freak out? LeBron's been a little problematic. He's been a little weird about COVID. Oh, he's like an anti-vaxxer? I don't know. I think he got the vax, he, he, but he's been a little like, he's said some weird stuff. Yes, he's been a little <laughs> rogany. But Shaq is an unproblematic king and he has been forever. And I like, and he lives in Atlanta. So I've had like, people are always, I had a couple opportunities where I thought I was going to meet him and it just never worked out, but it'll happen. He's getting old. I got to work on this. I feel like you like excuses to go to Atlanta because you love it. That was, that was the answer. I just got to be Shaq. Yeah. I thought he lived in Miami. He's, he, I mean, 
Well, he used to be on the on the the mag. Like, was he not on Orlando Magic? He was on yes. the Lakers. I mean, yes. he's probably lived. Don't guys don't don't damn us if we're wrong. I'm not like that big of a stan. I just love. I like Shaq's outside of. Like, have you ever seen? But I said to that video, he was like at a red carpet premiere trying to get Joe Jonas's attention. He was like, "Get Joe, get Joe." He's so funny. Okay, speaking of wrong and don't DM us. I'm glad you brought this up because I have to make a statement. Yeah, I was, you do. guys. I meant to do this last week and I forgot. So two weeks ago, I said two that weeks ago this I said that Elizabeth Holmes had been sentenced to 20 years in prison. She was not. You guys were like hit me with the news, and also half of us don't even know who that is. Um, but I said that she'd been sentenced to 20 years. She wasn't. She was just. You tell me what happened. Well, she got yeah. I and like I I was right. I was like, wait, she just was found guilty. She was she wasn't sentenced. Sentence. Sentence doesn't happen. It's not you know. Real life is your verdict, and then you get sentenced later. Mm-hmm. I got excited, guys. I jumped the gun. Yeah. So anyway, th- thank you for your um, retraction. Yeah. Um, anyways, we just had an amazing show in Houston on Thursday. We had an amazing time in Austin yesterday, and now we're driving to Dallas for these shows that we've been waiting to do for two years. Yeah. So here's what's going. So we talked about on last week's episode. Rain is full. Breast reduction. And everything. She still is pre-surgery, but we have to do this because. We fucked up all week. Yeah, so uh, I'm still looking at her old, at the old titties right now. But They're so good. Like, it's so, they have some good years. They look great. No, I, you, I'm just saying. I'm like, looking at these old titties. I'm not, like, as this episode comes out, uh-huh. you will have gotten it. You oh, know what I mean? New titties, yeah. yeah. So, and then as this episode comes out, thank you guys for coming out to Houston and Dallas. The Dallas shows tonight. We're sure it's going to be amazing. Uh, great dancers and um, funny stories to share. But Houston was great. We had never been to Houston. First time, H-Town, Beyonce's hometown. We did a whole Beyonce-themed show. We had drag queens and... Dan- like we were dancing we just we really did it I was it was really fun it was a blast you guys were so great I mean so much of the show this show was like improv just bringing people yeah. up and joking you guys you guys are great so thank you for coming yeah. after the show we jumped in the car we drove to Austin we got there at like 1 30 in the morning woke up just had the best day we yes. love Austin so much we really love it we rolled up into the Soho house yeah one o'clock in the morning it's our like favorite thing so listen I'm not trying to like Snow House I've never stayed in one like the rooms are so insane so we just like stayed there so much and uh, went to the pool went to Torchies tried to go to Veracruz Tacos this morning they yeah. said it was a 45 minute wait we had to leave oh. uh, but the, <laughs> the men in Austin oh are God. unparalleled I don't understand like everyone is tall and hot and bearded there's a lot of mustaches and I didn't hate it yeah they, they're pulling it off I mean it is of all the cities I've been to, it's the hottest guys I've seen. I will say I've been to Austin a few times before COVID. I think that a lot of people came from LA and New York and just wherever. And that's like such a hot city. So I do think they've gotten a lot of transplants from the coasts, but whatever is going on, I'm here for it. Wild. Uh, we were at a comedy show last night, Chris Stefano's comedy show. And um, every week we just talk about Chris Stefano's comedy shows. Yeah. And every single guy was just a smoke. I know every guy we like, well, we'll talk about it, but I met a guy in Austin. He just came up to me at the pool. We chatted, we exchanged numbers. We've been texting. He lives four blocks away from me in New York. What are the odds? Like four, four blocks. Like four, like it's crazy. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, okay, well, and then you see in New York, right maybe, I guess. Yeah. Which never happens in New York either. No one ever just approaches me cold. 
but he's in New York. It was weird. But his friend lived in Austin. His friend was probably leading the charge of that one. Yeah, his friend got weirded to me. I just, <laughs> I was talking about this earlier. It's just, it's so crazy when I like am talking to somebody and it's just like a normal casual conversation talking about business and food and they just like make this hard left into sex territory. I don't know where it comes from. And you're like, how does this keep happening to you? And I don't know like where people like think the door is open because I'm not doing anything. Like I was just hanging out and I was talking about going to culinary school and like cooking and he was like, what would you cook me for breakfast? That's I was, so crazy. It's like the record screech. You're just like, wait, what? And I was like trying to like sidestep it and then he like doubled down. I was like, you know, I like cooking breakfast. He's like, well, you know, you'll be pretty exhausted from me like giving well, you I all mean, morning. Crazy. We'd like fuck three times and then like you could give me a massage. I'm like, I'm also giving you a massage. He's like, yo, I've done so much for you in this scenario. I'm like, are you He's insane? like literally dirty. He's like playing out his like porn fantasy in front of you and Bella and his friend. day at the pool. No daylight. No one had more confidence than this five foot five man <laughs> in jeans that has zippers, zippers all zippers. over them. Like he had two zippers on, on his an, knees. On the knees, like where your holes would be. Only one knee was unzipped. <laughs> also, the fact that Bella, so Bella, we just took up a lot of space in the Hoso house that not that many people were there. We're on the pool deck. It was like 75 degrees. It was perfect. So I was reading a book. So Bella's in between the two of us. These two guys come over. His opener to you, zipper pants, zipper, <laughs> short, zip, short zipper this, boy, short zipper king. Was like, he goes, what do you work? How, why are you working on a Friday? Because it was probably like 4 p.m. Oh, that was his opening line, which I really liked. Yes. Yeah. So he's like, why are you working on a Friday? Which, listen, it worked out how it should have, but he was, whatever. The, the, his friend was way hotter. He was 6'4". And I was like, yes, I get that one. Like, it oh, like, it worked out for you how it should have. <laughs> Okay, it's out for me. Um, no, he was he was cute. So he basically this short zipper king sat down next to you, and the friend comes over and he's standing, and I kind of like he asked me what I was reading. I was like a book about teenage influencers. He was like, "Are you an influencer?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> like it just got weird. Bella's like giggling, and then he sat down next to me. We're like laying on these beds, and this guy was hitting on you or whatever. And Bella's in the middle, just hearing both sides of it. Like, and it took a minute to get warmed up with the guy I was talking to like at first I was like oh my gosh like this is like pulling teeth he's like more shy well he's so beautiful he's never had he's to learn how to interact looking. the other one's short so he's, he's, <laughs> he's had to like learn how to interact with people in his life but then I like kind of liked it like he started to ask me more questions he was I was saying I love LA he was like why do you love LA he was like what's the worst date you've ever been on like we kind of started to get there and then we just started joking about other stuff and I just thought it was funny for Bella to like be in the middle and hearing like both sides of us like flirting wait were you were were you flirting would you say I was at first I was really enjoying the conversation and then like somebody just he just like took such a hard turn and like listen I like when he started like the sex stuff I like tried to be polite and then I just like excused myself to go to the bathroom I'm not fucking sitting through this I don't know like what gave you the idea that like we are in sex conversation territory but we're fucking not and I don't care what you look like by the way this has nothing to do with how yeah. short he is I don't want somebody like bringing up fucking me three times and then me giving you a massage and me cooking I, you breakfast I already see where this is going it's I a terrible relationship it. and Ashley's like what has this happened to you I was like I literally don't know so I got them left with some titties and then I saw by the way another guy who I was like, in love with all day back up right now because you know I like love no, your, no, your not work. that yet oh, oh, oh. so I just I see him walk by and yes. I'm like oh my god he's gonna think that 
I'm with short zipper king. <laughs> and so I have to get up and go. So I got up and went to the bathroom. So I was like, it's fine. There was a guy who was in the lobby that I will tell you about later that I like fell in love with in the lobby. I acted like a lunatic. What, 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 what's later? Let's do this now. Let's, okay. Let's but I, want, I want you to finish your story. But oh. okay. To back up, when we first got to Stowell's, I saw this guy sitting on this on this couch and he was like working and I got in the elevator and I was like looking at him and then like we were talking and every time I said something he made eye contact and as the elevator was shutting I like peeked out one more time and, and you, he like caught me and you yelled the, go to the pool yeah yelled, go to the pool <laughs> so as the elevator is closing right it's like following the door so she, she could get like through the crack as it closed she goes go to the pool <laughs> And I was like, listen, I've watched Raina like master this thing in the elevator. Like the one time we were in Montreal, she she talked to this guy in the elevator, fucked him that night. So she can get it done. So I mastered this elevator. Wouldn't think like most people wouldn't think like a five second interaction in a hotel would lead to anything, but you it does for you. So I was like, he'll probably come up to the pool. She'll probably get it done again. So he does come up to the pool. He's so hot. So hot. And I see him like take up his own space. And then I see him walk by and Short Zipper King is with me and he's like really <laughs> flirting. <laughs> okay. And at first I'm like, maybe it's fine that he wears zippers on his pants and he's two feet tall. Like it's fine. <laughs> he seemed interesting. You had a mutual connection. Yeah. Somebody who's very successful that he's connected with. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, he's interesting probably. It sounded like he went to a college. What he does for a living is interesting. He's into food. So and he's a great head of hair. <laughs> um and so I was like, all right, maybe I can change your jeans. Yeah. I'm sorry, but zippers on the knees. <laughs> oh, and then again, Raina, oh, the, the friend, let's back up, because, like, Raina can't see for shit, and she keeps saying she, like, has glasses, but we've seen them once, and I don't even know if they have actual lenses in them. It's a whole thing. I have so, astigmatism, and I, listen, I can't. Uh, well, you don't wear contacts or glasses, and you should never be driving us around, and Bella and I have decided. So, you go... <laughs> So his friend, the guy that I was talking to, 6'4", King, um, Raina goes, points across the pool, the friend that's with Short Zipper King, and goes, why is he wearing a suit jacket? <laughs> he was he was wearing a denim shirt. <laughs> like, he was wearing a denim, like, chambray jacket. Raina said, why is he wearing a suit jacket at the pool? We were like, bitch, if you don't go to the eye doctor... I have like five pairs of glasses in my suit at the pool. I'm like, he's wearing denim. <laughs> it was funny because he came um when he came over because they I don't think they I mean it wasn't like a hot steamy day but I don't think they thought they were gonna end up at the pool right so he's laying next to me on these bed things I go do you feel weird wearing black jeans and boots at the pool <laughs> he was like I do actually boots at the pool boots at the pool. big black boots at the pool. <laughs> And then I like pull up his hinge. Yeah. Oh, so I think Ashley's into him. And then I look over and I just hear her go, is that what your body looks like? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Let me see. I'm like, let me see his body. So she passes me the phone. I'm looking at it. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm looking at his hinge profile. So I'm like, is this how you were a game on dudes? You're like, let me see your hinge he profile. He reluctantly showed it to me. I do think that's like a flirty thing to do. Like we're not dating. I just met you. We're obviously on the apps, but totally. It, it, he, when he asked me, what's the worst date you've ever been on? I was like, how much time do you have? You know? Uh -huh. So I was just telling him, I was like, I feel like I went on a string of like 
bad dates during like COVID. You know, when I'm outside, I'm in this tents, and then I told him about Michael Jackson voice guy. Mm-hmm. So we, I heard you mention that guy. Yeah. I was like, what is happening over there? So we start talking about voices, and I was like, I was a pioneer of this whole voice catfishing thing. Then he brought up Hinge doing voice memos, and I was like, they got it from us. <laughs> and I was like, let me see your Hinge. He was very reluctant, and he was like, it's not funny, like whatever, because at this point he knew I did comedy, and I actually didn't mind it. Everything was pretty on point. So I was like, but one picture, he had a shirt off. It wasn't like a, a, a selfie. It was like, it, it was good. It was fine. It was, it was, it, cause I don't love a guy with their shirt off on a dating app, but he looked good. And I was like, zoom in. I go, is this your body? And Raina perks up. She goes, wait, what's going on over there? Cause the, the Zipper sh- King's talking Zipper, about fucking you. Zipper King's talking about fucking me. I'm like, you're never going to fuck me. Maybe this guy will. Also, what else was on the jeans? How do we describe? There was like ruching and patches <laughs> on the jeans. <laughs> were, those jeans were unreal. Like what man <laughs> sees zippers in like the knees and is like, I gotta have those. When he came over both so when he was across the pool only one knee was unzipped when he came back over both knees were zipped both the knees were re-zipped and like while we were talking he unzipped both of them like let me get a little more comfortable (laughs) let me get a little breeze on my knees and I look at him I go how do you decide like which knee to zip I just I'm bummed that he like got too sexual and comfortable too quick because I would have liked <laughs> I love the super king for you <laughs> super king <laughs> I just I thought and listen it does it definitely happens to be more than your average person probably but like I didn't open up the door the only thing I can think yeah. is that he said what are you working on and I told him what you and I do for a living and you know when I say that like you and I have a show about like dating and relationships maybe people feel like the door is open a little more so I want to be like open minded that maybe somebody thought the door would be open a little more but I it's, will say it's, it's just out, gross it's really and misplaced. I don't like it yes it, that's what it is it's misplaced it feels weird and you're talking about having sex with somebody like this is crazy yeah and also like I lead and if I don't bring it up yeah, like you don't get to you, bring it you up come off like a fucking creep yes like a creep and I'm like you're talking like a pretty big game too buddy you're gonna fuck me three times in the morning I'm gonna come all these times you don't know anything about me short zipper okay, <laughs> okay so Meanwhile, to set the scene, the love that the real love that I that which, I had was across the pool. So let me say, this guy is so her type, bald, <laughs> great body, bald with a mustache. You yeah, guys, he, just really good looking, tall, Texas energy, um, in a good way. Like he just he didn't look like a New York guy or LA guy. Like he and he was he was from Texas originally. So you had friends there, more your friends. We went over and hung out with them, and. Can I just tell you that you'd been eyeing this guy from across the pool when we go over and we're talking to these friends. So it's like five of these really fun people. We start talking about Raina's guy. We can see him. He's close by, but he's on a call. So we didn't want to bother him while he was on call. He had his like air, like AirPods in. And they told me something that I can't believe I missed. And I still can't believe it. They said that he had just within the hour had done a cannonball <laughs> into the pool. And I'm sorry. How did I miss a cannonball at the Soho house? No one's in the pool. You're not supposed to do cannonballs there. How did I miss a cannonball? I was like, the there's pool? no way he did a cannonball. No. The pool at the Soho house, no one gets into the pool. Like only the boldest of the bold. Like once, listen, you and I got the pool. Well, you can get you in the can pool, get but you're not doing cannonballs. You're no. not doing handstand contests. There's no like kids. Francis Ellis did, he held his breath underwater. He got in trouble. I heard someone get in trouble for doing a backstroke one time. But like, it's it's chill. So I was like, was I that into the other guy I was talking to that I missed someone do a cannonball in his pool? 100%. And they swore he did it. So I was like, we were trying to think of Raina's opening line. So I was like, Raina, you know, this is your last weekend with your titties. Like, when he walks by, I feel like you need to say, what do you think of these cannonballs? <laughs> 
<laughs> but you took a different direction. Well, I was, I got to, wow, did it, that was insane. What happened was insane. So he was sitting by himself and we're like all clearly talking about him. He's, I don't know, six yards away. He, I don't he know. Definitely knew, he definitely knew, I feel like. Yeah. He was really close to us. It was like, I think it's really sexy. He was working at the pool. He was clearly on like work calls. He was like having a beer and a pizza. And my girlfriend, Olivia, was like, you know, it'd be funny if we send him a pizza after he finishes the pizza. <laughs> And I was like, okay, so I, was like, I love that move. I want to do that someday. That's funny. Uh, but he finished his drink and he was like, clearly it's cause we're all looking at him. There's like nine of us looking yeah. at this guy. He's being so cool about it. And I'm like, I don't get his attention. I'm, I see him put his shirt on and I'm like, oh my God, it's like happening. I need to like figure out how to get this guy's attention. It's like bubbling up inside of me. My girlfriend had this, these flowers. She's like, go take him a rose and say like, will you accept this rose? I was like, yeah. oh my God, what I do? So he gets dressed. He like stands up. He walks by and just out of my body. I just Tourette's syndrome screaming. Do you want to hang out with us? Well, you go, hey. You were like, hey. Which is fine. A hey is fine. <laughs> and then he turns and you go, do you want to hang out with us? And then he was, I mean, I thought he like rejected you. I was like, oh my God, this is awkward. Because he was like, no, I'll be back, which is like what you would say if you're leaving and you're never coming back. <laughs> yeah, of course. He like stutter stepped a little bit. was like, I'm going to change uh, okay, and I'm going to yeah. change him to be back. And, and I he was, did come back. He did come back. Um, and I was, I was impressed. He like held his own in front of everybody. And there's yeah. like nine people rapid firing questions at him. Drinking, yeah. We asked him about the cannonball. I asked him about the cannonball. Did he deny it? He denied it. He oh, denied right. the I cannonball. Called him a cannonball denier. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm still so hey, he said I didn't do a cannibal. He said I didn't do it. He refused to acknowledge it. But but all these witnesses had said he did. all these witnesses there was nine people saw you cannibal, sir, except for me and Ashley. Bella, did you see him cannibal? I, I find it hard to believe. Bella was green. But we sh- it's not about seeing it, it's about hearing it. You hear a cannonball. Hear it. So they said that he cannonballed, popped up, and like looked left and right and was kind of like smirking, like he was proud of himself. He wants to acknowledge me of the cannonball. And I was like, that guy fucks. That is a fun guy. I love it. Oh, I, 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 yeah, let's be clear. We support the cannonball. <laughs> even, though, <laughs> even though he's denying it. He's so- well, we'll get to it. Um, so he comes back. I was like, he's pretty cute. I don't know. I still felt like he was a little bit not negative. Eggy in front of us. I felt like I was kind of trying to joke around with him and he like wasn't really getting into it. Like, he was, I mean, listen, there is a thing that people do if they kind of are just like the worst and they neg you if you're a comedian in a weird way. They'll just be like, oh, you are. Like, it's either they think it's so cool or they get a little weird and like you never want the latter. Like, once you tell people, like, I'm a performer, I do comedy, like, usually the response of a cool person is like, wow, that's so awesome. You're not like, you know, anything that feels like like um challenging you know? like they're challenging you or something yeah i just i felt like it was very much this like you better impress me dance yeah. for me clown yeah um but i was like what are you doing oh, you tonight? think you're funny yeah right. like weird stuff like that so i was like what are you doing tonight um i said that we were on his comedy show he was like live well, soft plans and ashley goes we prefer hard plans <laughs> i said like kind of under my breath i was like we, we prefer hard plans and he didn't hear it but then when he asked then Raina like re- like I repeated her re- to him yeah so um, I was like feeding her lines <laughs> I was losing my ear on the date. And I was like, we're here for one night only. Um, <laughs> so, like, give me your hard plans. Um, and he was like, okay, so we should, like, exchange information, whatever. He, like, gave me. And he, he was like, he went to give me his phone number. I think I must have pulled up my Instagram. And he's like, oh, you're, like, an Instagram. You prefer Instagram. I was like, yeah, sure. So, I, yeah. listen, I want somebody to go to my Instagram and look yeah. me up and see all these yeah. videos of me. So, um, later on in the night, I sent him... I don't need to like, wait for somebody. We're there for one night. I was like, okay, I'm trying to like go have a drink with this guy. Get 100%. in a little bit. So um, I decided to open up with like a cue line. I said, for the record, I didn't think it was a cannonball. It's nice to meet you, winky face. Yeah. Um, 
he waits like two hours and writes, thanks for clarifying. I was super concerned. Also winky face. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, kind of it's like a winky face. Fine. Whatever. Um, and I said, I'm glad I didn't ruin your evening. Then he says, tell me a joke. Ugh. To which Ashley said, right back, send me your dick. So he, yes, I said, right back, show me your dick, LOL. <laughs> which now I wish I would have. And then that was my first thing. My other thing was you say knock knock. He says who's there. You show a picture of your titties. <laughs> and then Chris DeStefano said. Or Chris. So I'm like crowdsourcing a response to this guy. So it's me and Chris, and I'm like, how do we, how, like, what do we say back to him? So I'm crowdsourcing jokes to say back to him. Honestly, if, if it was a guy in New York and I was going to like, I could like see him and I would never respond to that. I think it's super rude. Like, tell oh, me a joke. No, no, it's, it's, there's nothing worse for a comic. Tell me a joke. Like, we hate it. I, it's so um, rude. So Chris said, <laughs> Chris goes, say Joe Biden's presidency, which Chris is, I mean, what his politics, who, who really knows? He's not like a Trump supporter. Whatever. No, it's, it's, it doesn't matter. It's we really Texas Chris. specific. Yeah. So I said, no, say Joe Biden won the election and we start like dying. I'm like, if he gets it, he, he's I, I knew he wouldn't I knew deep down I was like he's not gonna even respond in like a funny way but I, I was like just do it anyway we were like gassing you up yeah I felt like most people would like get it and laugh about it like you, you meet me I'm like a girl from the northeast I'm clearly Jewish Greenberg whatever so I thought he would think it was funny at least and I said Joe Biden won the election that's my Texas theme material it crushes and he writes back does it though Ugh. Question mark. And I was like, for this reason, I'm out. This is so rude. I really don't like being nagged. It's like, you couldn't have just like laughed a little bit and like been fun about it. Like, yeah. you're not my guy. Listen, you're not my guy. No, he wasn't. Yeah. I'm like so annoyed. He just wasn't, he just wasn't cool enough. So didn't work out, but you know, you still tonight in Dallas. Um, and then <laughs> your guy texted you. I mean, he was being cute. He was being cute. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Okay. We are going to keep this conversation going. We have such a fun, funny car topic. It feels like we feel like we're very like on a road trip discussing things. That's kind of what we went with today. Okay. We want to thank HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to HelloFresh.com plus GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. So whether your goal is to save money, eat better, stress less around mealtime, or maybe you want to learn how to cook, HelloFresh is fantastic for that. There is so much variety. I love their lunches and dinners. I love their easy cleanup. They call them quick and easy meals. They have 15-minute recipes. Everything's broken out into really simple steps to follow. So they send all these pre-portioned ingredients. There's so much variety on the site. So I'm just like looking at what they have right now. Cheesy pork and fried pickle burgers. Ashley and I are obsessed with the burgers. Sizzling garlic herb butter steak. Oh my gosh. Crunchy curried chickpea bowls. So when I go through this, I think like there's so much stuff that's great for vegetarians or stuff that's great for kids. I love it for a girl's night or a date night. Whatever you're kind of looking for at your mealtime, I really recommend HelloFresh. And they just make it so simple. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash GGE free with code GGE free. Okay. Thank you to Helix for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Use code HELIXPARTNER20 and you'll get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. You guys know how obsessed we are with Helix. Both of us have multiple Helix mattresses. It's all we sleep on. I have made sure that my parents have one, my brother has one, my boyfriend has one. I just refuse to go anywhere and not sleep 
sleep on a Helix mattress. That is how obsessed we are. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, which we love. We have the Lux Collection mattresses, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So for everyone in the family, and you're just going to take their quiz, which is really fun, and then they will give you your personalized mattress recommendation. It's going to be shipped straight to your door free of charge. You can try it out for 100 nights to make sure you love it, and then there's a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. We know everybody sleeps differently. You might sleep on your back, your side, roll around all night on your stomach, or you might want a soft, medium, or firm mattress. We are all so different. So that is why they offer really something for everyone. And so you're just going to order what works best for you, come straight to your door. You can sleep on it that night. You're going to love it. It will change your life. You'll get the best sleep of your life and you can thank us later. So Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash GGE and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer with Helix Better Sleep Starts Now. Well, should we talk about other shows? Yeah. Do you have anything? So I have been stalking stuff to watch while I am yes. I'm home. And I, I will say, I mean, I'm not sure how the recovery will be, but the doctor has insured me to be like three days and I should be up and moving around. But um, I am trying to stay home, I guess, for like five or six days. So yeah. I'm banking episodes of Vanderpump, Real Housewives, Sex and the City. Um, and I think that's it right now. And Yellow Jackets. Yes. Yeah, so we were told to watch Yellow Jackets. Um, Cheer season two came out. Haven't watched Cheer yet. Haven't watched so it. So you're, 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 you look we loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. I'm going to watch that. Uh, and then, so I started hype house. Raina talked about it last week. I feel as though I disagree with Raina so far, but she says that it gets like darker towards the end. So I felt like I was expecting it to feel more dark, to feel like all these kids were broken. And I just didn't feel that way. Like, I feel like you made it sound like it was really going to be so bad. I feel like I've I've seen three or four episodes. They're not even making content. They're just kind of hanging out. Like to me, it feels like any other reality show that just so happens to be social media based. Like it's not that dramatic. Like you can tell they're kind of manufacturing drama just the way they used to on the Hills or anything like that. So I don't, I do. You said, you said you think I'll come around and it feels darker towards the end, but we felt like the D'Amelio show felt so like to, to me, at this point of watching it, yes, they're talking about getting canceled and stuff like that, but it doesn't feel depressing and it doesn't feel like these kids are like ruined from social media. Like it felt like the D'Amelio. So it feels like they're not reading negative comments. Like it doesn't, I feel like I haven't seen this like dark side of social media on the show. It just seems like they're hanging out at this house. Yeah. The second half is a lot darker and they talk a lot more about getting canceled and just feeling like they can't have like normal personal relationships with anybody. And it feels like all these kids, their, their relationships are transactional and but, yeah, I mean, it's sad and they're 19 years old and it's just like yeah. nobody should have to deal with that stuff at that age it felt really sad you'll finish it you'll yeah I'll see I'll see they just they feel like real friends though like they don't feel like they're just like I'm only friends with you because you're good for my social media like they seem like they're real friends they seem like they have like real friendships some of the friendships seem real to me I think it's you have to form relationships with people like that when you're at that level because yeah. who else could ever understand what you're going through it's just like you and I love traveling together and working together because like my life is so specific you're the only person that can yeah. ever understand it yeah I mean listen I may not may or may not finish it I don't think it's like that I'm not like dying to finish it I'm not like oh my god what happens next like I think it's yes. good I don't I'm not like I don't know so that's my assessment now we're probably both right also it's an opinion thing it's subjective but I just don't, I don't know. I'm not like so into it. I feel like I'm just going to like kind of abandon it and probably watch cheer, you know? Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's still a recommendation. Um, I don't know. I don't think 
again I think we have like one or two more episodes left of and just like that and then we'll review the whole thing I just feel like it, I want to rip it to shreds weekly but it's just we can't be like a sex in the city or we can't be like a podcast it's just about that but it just no. keeps getting worse it's like it's like an abomination I feel like and I, I've, I've hesitated to do this I want to keep like a running doc about like I know, every episode all the why I hate all of it and somebody said something I don't remember if it was an article I read or somebody wrote us an email about it that it's like it might be a misstep but at least they're like addressing these things like um, cultural appropriation and being non-binary and that it might be a little forced but at least they're doing it I don't know I don't think they're doing any favors to people by making it feel so forced yeah I mean a way to write content that feels natural yeah 100% we we always talk about how we love the inclusivity of shows these days I just I'm not show feels bad that that is like I'm talking about the plot lines the writing like aside from that like these they just whatever we don't need to get I do, we do this every time and no. then I, I usually end up cutting we've it, had to cut I'm, it so I'm many just, times just it's still bad is all I'm saying every week I just so you guys know I get worried that it's gonna get good Ashley told me she watched it yesterday my first question was was it good Carrie went on a date which I didn't hate but it wasn't <sighs> That's the bar for this show. There was 10 minutes I didn't hate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Well, actually, speaking of... I'm, I'm glad that we talked about Hype House because a lot of those boys are soft boys. Soft boys, what we're talking about today. So we heard this term. You introduced me to the term soft boys, and then I like went deep on the internet, and I feel like I didn't know what it was, but like they described it. We will describe it to you guys. You guys gave us funny stories, and we're going to talk about like what it is, how to spot them. This is such a funny term. Um, so why don't you like explain a little bit of what it is? <laughs> sure. And then we'll tell you how to spot them and yeah. look out for and them. It, the way it came up actually was because I was flirting with a soft boy recently. He was really fun to flirt with. And I just knew he was a soft boy. <laughs> and then I was chatting with another friend who I never realized that they, they hooked up and, I was like, did you guys have sex? I, I, I can't imagine him having sex. He's going to like look deep in your eyes and then like leave you after and never talk to you again. That, right. you know what I'm and she goes, yeah, I got the vibe. He was an emo ghoster. And I go, you made a soft boy. Like that was another alternative term. Uh-huh. Like that just came out of her mouth. I was like, emo ghoster is very funny. Cause it is, it's like the guy that's going to like look deep in your eyes, maybe cry and, a little bit, maybe cry a little bit <laughs> and then never talk to you again. <laughs> Okay, so I just pulled this. I mean, there's various articles and whatnot, but I like this glamour. I think it's a. I think it's from the UK, yeah. Glamour UK. But um, pulled straight from this article, and we can like this too. It says described by Urban Dictionary as a fuck boy, but without the cocky attitude. The soft boy appears to be emotionally literate. Yes, the bar is low, and is attuned to his and your feelings. He again is usually a he replies promptly to texts, listens carefully to your problems, and genuinely sorry about the reading guys we're like bumpy on the, in the car listens carefully to your problems and genuinely seems like an all-around good person but like his fuckboy cousin he's prone to leaving a trail of broken not to mention baffled hearts in his wake yes there are plenty of men who are just genuinely kind emotionally mature people but the reality is soft boys do exist on the modern dating scene and they're master manipulators by using a caring pretense they manipulate their romantic partner into doing exactly what they want so this is the thing it's it's not about crying being emotional you know it's that it's a it's kind of an act yeah so part of this is positive you know it's a rejection of toxic masculinity which I yeah. like you know it can be I love that we're teaching men to, to cry to be emotional to be attuned with 
women's rights and yes. your body. And I love that that's what we're teaching men today. And we're not shitting on that. It's when they take that and they weaponize it against yes. you to act like a fuckboy anyways. It's, yes. They're like, they might act like this. Like, listen, Lil Huddy looks like Lil Huddy. The, the softest soft boy. He has no definition in his arms. Everyone from... It's also... It's also yes, everyone it's in K-pop. Soft boy also can translate to soft body. Yeah, soft body. No. Like, I think the, the visual is Timothy Chalamet. That's he the looks, visual. Also, why is Lil Huddy... Why is it Lil? Like, that's like a rap thing. Like, just call yourself Chase Hudson. I'll never get over this. Well, maybe... Okay, here's my... He's like a... He's here's like my a, theory. It's like Hudson is his last name. And I like, when he was... Himself. When he was like growing up, like kids in school were just like Law Hudson. And he it just, it's maybe Lil, he's a, no, okay, maybe he's a brother that's big. Big, so big, big Huddy and Lil Huddy. It just, it feels like rap hip hop that we've, you know, that's where you usually see, you usually see a Lil. And it's so weird because he's, does, isn't his music very like emo Machine Gun Kelly vibe? Like, very emo. Like, yeah. his, he lives in like a Victorian looking mansion. His mansion. When someone said it's like a cheesecake factory, I was like, oh, nothing's ever been more accurate. A hundred percent with a hundred different like game ball machines. You guys gotta watch Hype House <laughs> just for the decor. Decor. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Lil Huddy, Lil Huddy, Chase Hudson, Timothy Chalamet, uh, <laughs> Lil Timmy. <laughs> so yes, you said it earlier. You, well, Drake is a soft boy. So Drake is the definition of a soft boy. He's like he is so soft, and he's such a little fucking fuck boy. Yeah. I mean, he can seem a little harder here and there. I mean, he's a rapper. I feel like just recently people started to realize he was a fuck boy, but it's like you can't actually fully call him that. So he's he's kind of king of the soft boys. He is king of the soft boys. Like, that's what it is. If you're like, it took me a minute to like fully come around to the definition of this. Cause I was, it's guys in Brooklyn. That's what it is. Like, I feel like there's not a lot of like guys in Dallas that are soft boys. No, no, like, no, people no, in no. Texas are like, I no, cannot relate. There's but not a Texas soft boy. If you've like driven past Brooklyn, you yeah. know what it is. I hate it, honestly. And I, I, I hate it. And we'll get to some of the things. We'll read some of your definitions. But I, of course, want a guy that's emotionally mature, has EQ, you know, is attuned to his own feelings and my own, a feminist, of course. But like, it does when it feels like it's it's not authentic in, an, in a manipulation to make women believe they're a certain way and they're not. It's like really gross. I love that we're teaching men to be more like attuned to women and like a little bit softer and emotionally um, adept, but they're like, I'm still going to find a way to be a dick. Yeah. So that's kind of the definition. Some of you guys didn't, this is, this is not so mainstream. Like we asked you guys to define it on Instagram. Some of you did, some of you just said it was like a sensitive guy, but that's not what it is. Yeah. So I guess you could, you could, you do whatever definition you want to use. Like if this is an urban dictionary, word at the end of the day like this is a very like new age word but we're not talking about just straight sensitive guys nothing wrong with that um I think actually I'm really attracted to sensitive guys like I feel mm-hmm. like when I look at the spectrum of masculinity and somebody who's like really tough and not in turn like in touch with their emotions not in touch with mine like I don't like it I don't want it like I've always said I've been a little more attracted to people that skew a little more feminine uh-huh. feminine emotionally like my last boyfriend like was really in touch with his emotions he wasn't a pussy or a soft boy he just like was like that yeah. It's like guys that have a lot of sisters or were like raised by an only mother, mm-hmm. a single mother. Everybody was raised by an only mother. <laughs> an only mother. <laughs> yeah. And I do, I do feel like I can kind of spot it because they have that like fuck boy veins running through them. I know. I'm I sorry. <laughs> Are we good? They've been fuck boy blood running through their veins. 
eyes. <laughs> you know, like you can sense it. I know. Like when I was flirting with this guy. I was like this fucking guy, and he he has like a soft voice. He's got a soft body, like soft body, it, and he just like I was enjoying it, but I just felt it. I was like, oh my gosh. I know. You can listen. You can just sense it. I think that now that you guys know it, it's just it's not someone who's sensitive and a pussy. It's like somebody you can tell is like full of shit. Yes, they're like smelling their own farts. They're just like so full of like, their own bullshit. I feel like they have an interaction with a woman and like she kind of she is like really into it and you know they're really connecting and he walks away and he's like got her (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean I tricked her again I know and like I think that like some of them might not know what they're doing but like it's the majority of them like know what they're doing they're doing it on purpose again they're like weaponizing this wokeness against you yeah should we go through the one-liners of what our audience said (laughs) Okay, so I love gift giving at this time of year, but when finding great gifts, things can really start to add up. And that's why this season I am shopping with Quince. Quince is the go-to place for luxury essentials at affordable prices for everyone on my list, including myself. We'd like to thank Quince for supporting our show. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. So I'm really, really glad I found this company and this site. Everything is so affordable, but looks really luxury. Uh, So as you're perusing it, they have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. They have washable silk tops and dresses. They have cotton sweaters and all kinds of comfy stuff, like just cozy pants that you can wear. I love the colors. I love the styles, but the prices are really the reason to shop here on top of obviously the selection. Prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So it's unbelievable. It partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman and it just passes the savings directly on to you from Quince. And I just love what they're doing. I love the styles. There's so much variety and it is such a one-stop shop, whether you're shopping for kids, your significant other, your parents, anybody will really love this. You can get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GGE to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash GGE for free shipping and 365 day returns. Okay, we want to thank HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life, one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. So whether your goal is to save money, eat better, stress less around mealtime, or maybe you want to learn how to cook, HelloFresh is fantastic for that. There is so much variety. I love their lunches and dinners. I love their easy cleanup. They call them quick and easy meals. They have 15-minute recipes. Everything's broken out into really simple steps to follow. So they send all these pre-portioned ingredients. There's so much variety on the site. So I'm just like looking at what they have right now. Cheesy pork and fried pickle burgers. Ashley and I are obsessed with the burgers. Sizzling garlic herb butter steak. Oh my gosh. Crunchy curried chickpea bowls. So when I go through this, I think like there's so much stuff that's great for vegetarians or stuff that's great for kids. I love it for a girl's night or a date night. Whatever you're kind of looking for at your mealtime, I really recommend HelloFresh. And they just make it so simple. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE free and use the code GGE free for a free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash GGE free with code GGE free. 
<laughs> okay, let's talk about soft boys' correct answers. We, although we got a lot of incorrect answers from you guys. It's not your fault. You didn't know. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that so many people Googled this. Yeah. Um, but, okay, uh, we'll dive into some of these. Uh, beanie boys. <laughs> Just because you wear a beanie doesn't mean you're a soft boy, but no. all soft boys wear beanies. And a lot of fuck boys do, too. <laughs> I saw a guy at the pool yesterday wearing a fuck boy? Or... <laughs> I am a fuck boy. I'm trying to be a fuck boy. We saw a guy at the pool yesterday, 75 degree weather, wearing an orange beanie, bright orange. That guy's body language. Like, listen, I sprawl out. I love to sprawl. This guy was sprawled out on his stomach eating. So he was kind of I up. I couldn't get over he it. He was up in like sphinx pose. If you do yoga, you know this. Like he was eating. That has got to be tough on the lower back. <laughs> I don't know how you eat laying down That like was that. a that weird was way to lay and eat. I know. Um, but yeah, I'm a fuck boy I don't love anything more than an orange beanie. Mm-hmm. Um, I went for Christmas and had a picture of Kermit on the front drinking I tea. It. I love it. <laughs> um, I love this one. Um, this is like the exact definition. Ask me to split the bill because he believes in equality. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, if, listen, like, it's a funny thing. We want equality. We want to be equal, but then we still want men to pay for stuff. Like, I mean, but if a guy's like, I want to split the bill for your equality, I feel like it's a little bit of a red yeah, flag. Yeah, when he, listen, I think that like we're all out here making money and working. Yeah, you I and I can't yeah. say it enough. Yeah. I don't think anybody owes us anything. I think the longer we do the podcast, the more I feel like I would really like to split the bill with somebody. I don't feel like they owe me anything. But if they bring up that it's because of equality, we've crossed the line. I think it's a. I think that's a red flag for sure. Okay. Always makes himself the victim when talking to other girls about their exes. So he's just always a victim. I mean, you can, there's a, plenty of different types of guys that are always play the victim, but I, I, I feel like that is like a sign of it. Like he's uh-huh. the one that's always gotten heartbroken and all that. His exes have been monsters and that kind of thing. Okay. So hear me out. Fuck boys. All my exes are crazy. Great. Yes. That's the term. Soft, Soft boys. boys. All my exes. I was a victim. They were mean They to broke me. my heart. Yes. They, they were I'm really so tender. Yes. Okay. So that's a differentiator. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Where's a, the future, <laughs> where's the future is female shirt. And then tells me I'm a tease. Insane. That's what I think we see a lot. You know what it reminded me of is whatever I'll say it on the show. When we had Noah Neiman on the show, like four years ago, and he was talking about like me too and how he like supports women. And he told the whole studio that I jerked him off when I was in eighth grade, which you did. I, right? I mean, I did do. Oh, that's right. You did. Oh yeah, I definitely did it. And then he took his shirt off in the, in the studio. People were working. It was like a tech startup space. <laughs> You, a shirt was off. You guys imagine this. There was like dozens of people and he was walking around the shirt. I mean, he's a workout person, but this is exactly what it is. I look out for guys that try to talk about like women's rights and equality and then they act like sexually like an asshole. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, nothing turns me on more than like a guy that's vocal about like women's rights and stuff, but it, there feels like there's a line. There feels like where the, you, they go, it's too much. They're too extra with it. Uh-huh. This isn't that they're like at the women's march or anything, but because there's plenty of guys that aren't soft boys go to the women's march, but like it just, I don't know how to explain it. I, what the last thing I wanted is to come across and like discourage guys from doing this. Cause I think it's, it's very, it's incredible. You know, we need men to back us up just like you know it's the same as like a racial movement like we all need to be in this together you know what I mean but it sometimes it feels like you're going too hard and then behind closed doors you're like yeah you're gonna call someone a cock tease but you're wearing a futurist female lingua franca embroidered sweater it just feels manufactured it feels like you're saying it because you heard these buzzwords and you know it's the right way to be and ambiguously you you care about women's rights but me sitting in front of you you don't care about respecting me yeah the person that's actually here yeah and like listen it starts with me 
It starts with you treating me nice. Right. <laughs> you caring about women's rights. Yeah. He's like posting about abortion rights. Meanwhile, he's like taking his condom off when you're fucking, which Please. is an assault. What's it called? Talk stealth thing. Stealth thing. We, someone Bella and Ashley talked about this. We're going to, um, with someone emailed us, we might do an episode about it. Um, it's a terrible thing. Okay. Next one. Obsessed with their mothers. This can be a fuck boy too. This, and this is just, this is not that you love your mom. Like we've talked about this before. Like if a guy is like the only woman he's like respects in his life is his mom. You know, it's like a, they're it's a little too, too much. Hard. They yes. just want to show you that they love women, but they only, it's only one. It's only one. And they go so hard for their moms. So and it's, it feels weird. Like any of these things, it's funny. Cause like all of these things are good things. Care always rights, care about your mom. Yes. Just, when it feels like it's fucking bullshit or it's too much, it probably is. Yeah. Okay. Um, the I can make you a handcrafted multicolored ravioli at my place then fucks you into a new dimension boys I don't know how I feel about this like cause I think again it, if it feels off then it's the thing but a, a guy there's there are guys that like have that sensitive side I mean your ex like sensitive guys sitting around drawing and then he's can fuck <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> did she just describe Kane? <laughs> this guy sounds great. Oh, did she just describe <laughs> yeah. Kane? I was like, I did. <laughs> you come in, he's like coloring, and then he's just gonna like dick you down. Yeah, he like he like built a movie theater in his house for me once. So it was very sweet. And I like sucked his dick like three times. This is great. Yeah. So sometimes like some of the stuff on paper for him would fall into this, but he just isn't. He's an authentic guy. That's like how he is. You know uh-huh. what I mean? It's the whole fact of like it not feeling authentic. Okay. Douchebags who cover up their misogyny with poorly painted fingernails and smudged eyeliner. She's making fun how they paint their nails. She's a little honey. That's a little honey. A honey. I also don't, again, it's not about the nails. It's not about the eyeliner. It's, it's, a, it's a cover up. Yep. It's just for misogynist. <laughs> yes. The, the, those skinny arms. Okay. Claims to be a fan of this, but is actually super misogynistic and will slut shame you. Oh, yikes. So here's like a situation that I saw happen um, to somebody that I know. She was dating somebody. And I think that he like really hammered her on like opening up her mind about monogamy and femininity and what relationships look like. And he like wouldn't stop me for like a long period of time about like changing the way she saw the world. And he was just doing it so he could fuck other girls. Yeah. So like if it feels like somebody is doing this because they want you to come around a certain way of thinking for their own benefit. Yeah, that's yes. what it is. Like this whole, like I, I support women and I think that we should open our minds up, but really I'm just going to use this to like cheat on you and sleep with other people. Fuck that. Like person. take your money and you know, all this stuff. Okay. A skinny little bitch boy. <laughs> okay. Hear me out. Are soft boys ever jacked? I can't imagine it. No. However, Sometimes there are like really jacked guys that are like really sensitive on the inside, but they're not soft boys. They just are like, you know what I mean? Uh huh. Like I'm thinking of a friend of mine that's like, he's super jacked. He's like bald. He kind of looks scary, but he's like so sensitive and sweet, but he's not a soft boy. Yeah. I guess you could look a little more jacked on the outside. It's mostly a way it's, it says at physicality is where you, you see it first. Yeah. Just but always be on alert guys. Yes. Um, oh, you're. I told him he was too sensitive, and then he cussed me out for three days through text. Um, this came up a lot in that Instagram account. It's called Beam Me Up Soft Boy. If you guys want to see just like conversations that look like this, but yeah, it's a lot of guys being like really emo, and then you're just ignoring them, and they're like, "Well, fuck you anyway. Yeah, I don't care about you. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, where did, how did this turn? Uh huh. Um, someone just wrote a sensitive fuck boy. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Fancy. Okay, I, I will unpack this. Daily OOTD mirror picks. Um, Alpha of the day mirror picks. To me, this is just like 
it just sounds like an influencer guy. It could be yeah. could go along with fuckboys. To me, like guys, I always say like if if there's a guy that has an Instagram pic and he's just looking off left into the distance at nothing, I don't want it. It's not my vibe. I mean, any guy that just takes himself too seriously, which yes. that is going to be. Like if a guy would post a photo and he it's like a model shot and he's like looking off in the distance and it's like portrait and it looks gorgeous like he better have a funny caption about how corny it is. <laughs> That's my guy. Like it better not be some Walt Whitman quote, you know, for the your three hundred followers. Like you better like be on Instagram as a model. There actually better be five hundred thousand followers. I don't know. It's not for me. It's not a vibe that's for me. It's also totally fine if that's your vibe. Like so many of these bachelor style people, like they do stuff like totally. that, but. It's, it's just not, you know, that's just not what I'm into. I'm a, I'm a stand-up comedian. Like, I, I don't want anybody that takes themselves too seriously. My friends don't either, you know? That is so true. And that's what that guy did to me. Tell me a joke. Ew. Does it crush, though? It's yeah. like, you don't... I need someone that... Exactly. It's going to, like, be a little more playful with themselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. <laughs> when they won't pull my hair while hitting it from the back because of respect. I mean, it's not... Listen... Because of equality. Well, some guys don't feel comfortable doing stuff because they really just feel like it's disrespectful. And that's fine. Like, some guys, like, I don't want to hit you. I don't want to spank you. I don't want to choke you. I just... But I don't know that that's a soft boy. That might just be... A sensitive flower. <laughs> I do think that there are probably, and again, because we are raising men today, I think so much more to be more sensitive to what women want and to like feel out where the boundaries are that yes, some men probably are afraid to do something like that. Um, I think you can just communicate to somebody that I like this stuff. Like I don't feel degraded when somebody calls me a slut. I love it. I feel upset when you don't. But the soft boy would tell you if you're like his girlfriend, he's not going to pull your hair hitting it from the back because of respect. But he's going to go like fuck a hooker and spit on her. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Also, I don't want to be told what is respectful to be. I feel perfectly respected even if you call me a slut because you feel respectful to me outside of the bedroom. Yeah. Um, So to me, that's just about like drawing sexual boundaries with somebody. Okay, the next one is controversial. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that I agree. Um, I don't agree. Someone wrote Clayton the Bachelor. He's more of that, like, jacked guy that's, like, sense of the inside that I was talking about. Like, he's, like, seems... I don't know. We don't know him well enough. Someone said we were giving him too much credit. He seems a little bit like a marshmallow on the inside. He doesn't seem like the smartest guy. You know what I mean? He just... Nothing about him feels calculated. Yeah, he he feels nice and conservative and Christian and just, like, a little basic. Yeah, Um, he's basic. I don't know that he's a soft boy. It doesn't... I'm trying to think of a bachelor that's a... Or anybody that's been on the show that's a soft boy. That guy, Brendan... But he was kind of just more of a fuck boy. Yeah, like to me, soft boy is more calculated. There's nothing about Clayton that is calculated at all. He just seems like a nice, sweet guy. I don't from think Middle he's America intelligent enough to think of it. Manipulate right. anybody. <laughs> you see what you get. I mean, he. You saw it the first premiere trailer. He's he's missed everybody. He fucked all of them. <laughs> he's not even smart enough to lie. Like, one thing about me, I'm gonna be fucking. <laughs> Would um, not choke me in bed. Same thing as the hair pulling thing. I mean, again, again, but some people just aren't comfortable. Yeah. It's if they were telling you they're not choking you because they respect you, but they're going to choke the next girl that, they, you know, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just weird um, when it's an act. Okay. Cry when they break up with you after they cheated. That's it. 
that's the one. This is a soft boy. This is someone that's just like very sad. They couldn't believe they could have done this to you. However, I also see like you're in a long-term relationship with somebody and they cheated on you and they feel terrible and they're remorseful and they're crying. You know what I mean? Like you're going to know if it like feels fake. I just think you should say to yourself, like gut check yourself. How does this feel? Does this feel honest and genuine? Like, yeah, I agree with you. I think plenty of people can cheat and feel really remorseful and terrible. And Ashley and I have very open views about cheating. I don't believe once a cheater, always a cheater. I think that there's a lot of layers to this. Um, but yeah, someone that's crying and trying to make you feel bad. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. Yes. Like how, somehow they did something terrible and all of a sudden they're the victim. What? <laughs> it's the total manipulation. Okay. This next one, she says at Ashley, the guy whose voice changes when a dog enters the room, that doesn't have to be plenty of people have a dog voice. Everybody has a dog voice. I don't, Ashley's whole family has dog voices and it's adorable. It can be a little bit of a turnoff when a guy gets too, I don't know how to describe it too high pitched, too like baby voice mm-hmm. with a dog. Mm-hmm. You know this, what I mean? This like is I'm, not thinking of, I'm thinking of my brother. He doesn't have some like baby talk voice with Reggie. This, you know what I mean? This doesn't track as manipulative to me. Every one of these things is yeah, just yeah, to yeah. be manipulative towards you. It just you. came up. So let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, we're in the car. What else are we doing? Literally. What else? Bella, how you doing? What's our ETA? Um, you're doing great. We have 30 more minutes. Oh, That's it? Okay. Wow. Wow. We're okay. killing it. Well, you're killing it, Bella. Good job. Yeah. Um, yeah. All of these things you say to yourself, is this being used to manipulate me? The dog voice? No, it's adorable. Well, but I'm saying too much. I don't. I don't I'm just not attracted to it. Yeah. But I don't think that they're a soft boy. I just think they're weird. <laughs> All right. Someone sent Tim- Timothy Chalamet sends a lot of emojis while texting. Eh, that could go either way. Bella says it tracks. <laughs> but I, I it's the Bella's are just the crying emoji and they said a lot of the crying emoji I, I said a lot of emojis I'm not a soft boy okay sorry I'm not good enough for just actually talking through something I, yeah I guess this like you know I'm a victim yeah. for me kind of stuff drives a Prius that does not have to mean not at all anybody can drive a Prius ask you your favorite book so they can tell you that there's a sapiens that's literally every man on earth sorry girls <laughs> that is that we can apply this to literally every person oh, alive like, except for Clayton he definitely doesn't can't read, read. alright boys who get upset if you don't text good morning and good night every fucking day Bella is that a thing she said yes, but listen, I that I'm a soft boy. Okay, I'm gonna come out as a soft boy. I love it. <laughs> what do you mean they get mad? They're like, you didn't say good morning to me. No, I mean like I love it when somebody says good night to me and says good morning to me. I love it. I like live for Wait, it. I love it too. But like they get mad if you don't do it. Oh, I don't know. I get disappointed if somebody doesn't do it. I wouldn't verbalize that I was mad, but I might bring it up. I'm a soft boy. Um, And then when you borrow a boy's sweatshirt and it doesn't fit because he's basically malnourished. I mean, honey. <laughs> All the K-pop guys. I that's that's my bar. Like it's like, what's a guy's body type? I have to be able to wear a sweatshirt. It should be big on me. Like if I put on a man's sweatshirt, it's just like a crude, a tight crop. What if I see your arm cuddling me and your arm is thinner than mine? Out. I mean, again, that's just a preference of what you find attractive. Some people really want like a really thin guy, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, and some people want a thin guy, thin girl, bigger guy, bigger girl, whatever. Yeah, this isn't. Listen, you guys know. Let's take this with a grain of salt. We're not shitting on body types the way people. Feel. It's just, I like big arms. I'll say it. I'll come out. <laughs> I don't want noodle arms. I love a big back. I want Ooh, a huge back broad back. I have back muscles. You better have them too. You do a back muscle. So that's probably my favorite part of a band's body is his Oof. back. I just, I love a broad back. Broad. Bro- I mean, broad, yeah. Just Oof. broad. Because I don't, you know, you know me, like I'm not, I, 
yeah, I would prefer somebody that's bigger than me, but I'm not so crazy about height. Like I will date a guy that is, that's my height. If they're like, I want them to be a little bigger, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Absolutely. Or on the red carpet. Yeah. I'll be taller in heels, but you better, you taller or equal height. I mean, if we're same height, flat foot, like I'm going to be taller in heels, but I want them to like be like Channing Tatum. Yes, me too. You know, right. that's, you that's the goal. I feel you. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to fuck. Um, you guys, just listen. Be be aware of weaponized wokeness and people trying to manipulate you. And if it feels like it's not genuine, it probably isn't. Think of, think of can you picture them after having some sensitive conversation where you connect with them so much can you picture them walking away like laughing like tricked her you know <laughs> yes a hundred percent I think that like sometimes it's a little harder to spot it but once you start feeling like, this is fucking bullshit I mean that's the whole point of today is just beware yes beware the soft boy listen just beware of everyone all the time fuck boys <laughs> soft boys just stay on high alert <laughs> yeah okay we have some emails we wanted to read of people's experiences with soft boys yeah do you want to start okay email one she says my freshman year of college I dated this senior scandalous actually he was an RA in my building and we almost got in trouble and he was dot 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 very in tune with his emotions he was a music major so I hope that helps to explain that anyway we dated for like a month and then he decided to end things let me set the scene he texts me hey we need to talk I walk down to his dorm room he tells me to take a seat on the futon while he sits in his desk chair he starts to say I've had so much fun with you and then stops and goes wait proceeds to turn around open his computer launch Spotify and then plays to build a home by the cinematic orchestra on loop while he explained that we couldn't be together anymore. It was a roller coaster and I can't hear that song without laughing now. He harmonized your breakup. He, yeah, he did a score while he dumped you. That is so funny. He was like, she can't handle it unless I play a soundtrack. It just feels like it's, he's performing. He's like, it's performative. Like I want to, that's the word. Yeah. I'm like playing a character. I'm going to break up with you. I need music to be in the background. Who thinks like that? And he's just like, you're so delicate. You can't handle this. Let me play something like soft and harmonious to soften the blow. I don't think that's it. I th- like, I, I think he was like, you think he's I a character. He's making, yeah, I think, yes. He's like, I am going to make this breakup cinematic. I, it has nothing to do with her and her feelings. <laughs> Okay, I think you're right. Like he's like, I want to remember this as a great performance by me. <laughs> by me. Yes. I think you're right. Um, okay. She said, my ex was the softest. He used to get really drunk and then cry about how much he loved his family and friends. We're talking pouty lips, swollen face cry. Kim Kardashian cry face. <laughs> and would FaceTime them to tell them he cared about them. While it was endearing, it definitely got in the way of our sex life sometimes. Anyways, we broke up because he was emotionally unavailable. Shocker. So that's interesting that he would like be so in his feels about how incredible and amazing like the life he built is but then he like wouldn't give you anything emotionally yeah it's interesting like listen I'm emotional about my friends and my family too you know and especially if he's experienced any loss like he gets choked up but like the fact that she's saying it got in the way of the sex life like he's like I gotta call my mom and cry real quick before I penetrate you like what are we talking about and then he couldn't be available to her like that's mm-hmm. kind of it feels manufactured again it feels like I'm just gonna tell you about all these things that are so deep in me but I'm not gonna give you this yes I mean that that is part of it like these soft boys want you to think that they are like so sensitive and deep and they have these deep connections like they want to come across as this person who has a bunch of love and light in their life, but they're, they, they don't, I mean, it's, yeah, that's exactly what it is though. It's they, they have painted this picture of them being a certain way to like get you to like them, but they like won't afford you the same kindness. Like yeah. once you're in, yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. It's kind of narcissistic. It is. Yeah. 
Okay. So here's another one. She says, we had worked together for years, became really close friends, and we ended up fucking around and finding out with each other. Okay. We fucked a lot. And he led me on. He called himself a soft boy. It sort of came across as one at first glance. And it's why we started seeing each other and why I developed feelings for him. Eventually I told him and he said that telling me was very brave <laughs> and for me to never be afraid to tell someone I like them again in the future. Now he's dating my ex-best friend who I had known since preschool and she and I are no longer friends. Oh my God. I love that he commended her for her bravery and he's like, oh no, 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 I'm not attracted to you. I'm and I'm proud of you. Your I'm going to ruin Best your friendship. Preschool. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. And then finally, I was on a second date with this guy and was discussing my parents' divorce. Nothing out of the ordinary sad divorce. His face got all red and he excused himself to the bathroom and came back sniffling and tearful. When I asked him what's wrong, he said he had something in his eye, but it was clear he was crying. <laughs> no shade, but shouldn't I be the one crying? I mean, listen, the story made me laugh. I mean, it could just be that, like, his parents had a bad divorce or it felt bad for you. Um, I will cry when somebody I love is going through something terrible. Like, I mean, I still remember some of the worst phone calls when, like, my people I love have called me to say somebody died, somebody was splitting up. Like, my friend called me, she she was breaking up with someone. I started crying. Um, But this this person doesn't know you, really. It's a a second date. Oh, yes. So for him to have this type of emotional reaction feels, again, kind of manufactured. We need more context if he, like, ended up ghosting or he turned out to be a fuckboy because he might have just been, like dealing with something I don't like when I'm I'm like super emotional I cry cry a lot but I try not to like when a friend or somebody I care about is telling me something that's like really hard like the hard that they went through or something they're going through like I will feel myself start to cry but I try to reel it in because the second you start crying it becomes more about you like you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and then they're feeling they have to console you while they're it's just a weird thing you know what I mean like I'll feel like Oh my God, I'm doing it. It's happening. My eyes are filling up with tears. Uh-huh. Like I feel like we've had so many conversations. I've had so many conversations with even like exes and my brother and people I care about. And I'm like, don't start crying, Ashley, because then all of a sudden I'm there. They feel bad for me when they're the one that was hurting in the first place. So I don't know. Like Charlotte, they made Charlotte that character that's crying over what happened to Karen. I mean, listen, I feel things really deeply. I think that is what love is truly. If you ask me to define love, it's that like your pain is my pain. And when something affects you very deeply, it affects me very deeply. And I feel that on a deep level with my good friends. But yeah, my friend called me, told me her boyfriend broke up with her. And like, I felt it in my throat and like... I was just like, I'm so sorry. And like my voice cracked and then I just like reeled it back in. Yeah. I'm just trying to make it about me. Like, but when you're really upset about something, of course it like gets me and it's horrible for me. But I think that when somebody calls you and they're in a point of weakness that they're calling you for strength. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like I just, yeah. And you know, there's some things that are just so much like a parent dying. You're just going to sit there and cry together, you know, but Mm -hmm. I, one of my best friends, her dog died and she called me and like, I, I felt all my trauma coming up from Dewey too. And I was like, don't do it, Ashley. Like, don't start crying. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I need to be strong for her. This is like a whole yeah, other episode. We'll, I know, do, we'll episode. do another one. Okay. Well, that concludes our soft boy discussion. And we're in the car. We're talking shit. We still have some time left. We have some funny emails. Oh, episode. And we just have gotten some emails recently that I just have found so funny. And the subject lines are funny. And 
we were each going to do one. So this one really got me and I just thought we would unpack it here. You know, we're on the road. We're almost almost there. Yeah. So, uh, subject line, boys leaving boxers after a hookup. Is this a trend? So she writes, Hey, Brandon Ashley. Recently I had a guy spend the night in my place and the next day he left without his boxers. I told my best friend about this and she told me she had the same situation where a guy also left his boxers at her place. My friend and I discussed this and we can understand accidentally leaving something like your wallet or jewelry because you can leave without realizing you're missing those things. However, if you're leaving without your boxers, you clearly notice you don't have them on since you're going home commando, especially because both of these guys left in jeans. Okay, we are both genuinely confused as to why a guy would do this. And since the situation happened to both of us, is this a new trend? We would love to know if this has happened to other people and what the reason behind doing this is. I just know so many women are listening to this right now screaming like this happened to me. Like me too. (laughs) It feels purposeful. I mean, we should have just crowdsourced some guys earlier because I don't really know the answer. I don't think this is happened to me like yeah you're dating somebody and they leave stuff at your house but like yes you realize to me it feels like laziness like they couldn't find them or they didn't feel like putting them on and they were cheap boxers and they have more at home and they definitely knew though because you put on if you're not you know I never wear underwear but and I don't wear underwear with jeans but I feel like a guy's dick against his jeans he realizes like oh my boxers aren't on like, I mean the exact comparison is like I would never ever go out into the world without a bra on I'm giant <laughs> table not anymore not as, not as this episode has come out but I have giant titties today and I would never go out into the world with my giant tits out without a bra and it's a normal thing to say to a person I can't find my bra it's like listen I'll leave a sock behind I don't care you can keep my sock yeah. I have billions more a bra I'm just like I don't want to go out into the world without it like that to me is like the boxers of like 100% that's the comparison and yes the jeans I mean, your dick on, dick on jeans I know it feels to me that it feels purposeful is this a soft boy thing it feels purposeful it feels like, like a reason to call you yeah. like it's, it's so normal to say to a person I can't find my boxers can you help me look I mean the leave behind is classic. You Have know? you ever left behind on purpose? Um, not on purpose, because I don't know if I'm going to want to, you know, like, you don't know if you're going to get that back, because guys can be the worst. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I had a guy once mail me earrings. I literally had a guy in Queens, right across the river, mail me my rings. Oh, my God. I was dating a guy once, and he was, like, really funny, and I said to him, or he said something to me, like, I'm going to forget something at your place tomorrow. We had, like, a date planned. Uh-huh. Gonna, I'll go back to my place. We were already hooking up, and he goes, I forget. <laughs> I knew he really liked me and he was trying to express that like I'm going to keep leaving some of your place so I have an excuse to keep hanging out with you and he goes I'm going to conveniently forget something at your apartment tomorrow and I responded yeah forget to pull out lol he was like Ashley (laughs) god damn it like you you probably would (laughs) just lock me down (laughs) I love this line I don't know I this is funny that she was that it's that it's her and her friend are experiencing this it feels like they knew what they were doing I don't know. I'm not a dude, but Raina has the perfect example. Like I'm, I know if I put something on without a bra, a hundred percent. I mean, I would want to know what the follow-up was. Like, do they reach back out to you after to get yes, the box to get the box? I mean, I men are so. also lazy. Like I can see a man just being like, like you said, bras are a lot more expensive than boxers. Yes. Boxers. I get a six pack from a Hanes her way for, I don't know. I don't know if they cost $18. Bras can be like a hundred dollars. This one time I, w- I was wearing underwear at the time. I <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I, I went through a phase where I was wearing it. And then I went back to not wear it. But I left a thong, a like black lace thong at this guy's house. And it was not a guy, it was a drunken hookup. I wasn't didn't ever want to see him again. And I had a few black lace thongs at the time. And he texted me, Hey, you left your underwear here. And I <laughs> wrote back, Is it La Perla? <laughs> and he was like, I don't know. I was like, Can you check? 
and he sent me a picture and it was like some just Target brand like it wasn't fancy I said you can toss them had they been La Perla I probably would have been like I'm gonna need to get those I would drive across town come over to Virginia Highland and pick them up 100% I'm driving across town for that otherwise put it in the trash (laughs) save it as a memento smell it do whatever you want I think he wanted to see me again so he was like I'd love to run her back to you I was like throw it out that is the funniest text to send to a person like you think you're like texting and you're like what is my life you're like hey you left your underwear here last night what brand is it He was like, who did I take home last night? What brand is it? He's like, what if I told a guy he loves his boxers at my house? And his response was, what brand is it? He responds back. He's like, Massimo. I'm like, toss them. Garbage. Trash. That is so funny. I I would send somebody a video, like, just chucking it down the incinerator. (laughs) Lighting them on fire. I got it. Oh, you got it. Okay. Okay. Next email. Can I masturbate to a coworker's Insta pack? (laughs) These subject lines are incredible. I don't even need to read the email. The answer is yes. But okay. Have you read Um, this before? Yes. She said, I'm a new listener. I've learned so much from you, too. I'm an older woman in the divorce process, so I'm decades behind in dating and sex. Get out there, girl. Yes. I am totally into a coworker who is way too young for me. However, his Instagram posts are amazing. His thighs. Oh, I she love wrote, big thighs. Tongue out emoji. I am go- <laughs> going to hell if I masturbate to these pics. I would never let him know. It's all fantasy and I know it. I need an outside opinion. I am too embarrassed to tell my therapist. I hope I can come to your Dallas show. Okay. Um, Listen, I'll masturbate to anything. I don't think it's, like, weird. I don't think it crossed the line. I think that, like, if completely unprompted, you told him that you masturbated to them. <laughs> Different. Here's your permission. Masturbate away. I love thighs. There's a guy that I went out with a couple times. We made out. His thighs? Whew. I would send you pictures of just his legs zoomed in. His legs are incredible. They're insane. I love when I... I don't like to... I don't like a guy that looks like a bodybuilder, but I do not like a guy that skips leg day. And if his thighs are kind of tight and his shorts oh actually loves um, I love a short short I like I love like a chubby on a big thigh I gotta see if you think this is attractive but I'm gonna follow a question for you after this I'm gonna show you something that um, guy, the guy that I met at the pool I was like his body he looked his thighs look nice that guy was hot also by the way every guy that you work with has masturbated to the Instagram photos of every girl there yeah. so like there's nothing to feel weird about and also like I think it's even hotter because it's like it's a photo that's connected to this person who like you know and you can envision their voice a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like anything else, don't do anything that's gonna be awkward for you. So I mean, if you start masturbating to this coworker's photos, you're like, I'm looking at him and I'm coming. Just know what's gonna happen, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying, like, do you want to see him in the break room and get wet? You know, like, do you want to have like a Pavlov's dog where you like start getting you're wet when you see him? Okay. My jaw is like on the floor because this is like, I feel like, and maybe I've told you this before, it's on the show, but like, I, I, maybe you're exactly like me. I'm exactly like this. If I masturbate to somebody, my brain goes, yeah, person made you come. It is so true. So like, I try to avoid masturbating to people that I'm never going to date. And also people that are my exes or people you'll see a lot. lot. Yes. Or somebody that like you and I talk to every day. Like my brain just goes like that person has made you come. And then you just keep going. Like you envision all these scenarios that like could happen. Like, especially cause it's like your break room or like the place to like in the conference room, you're looking at them during a meeting. You're like, I, you made me come this morning betting me over this table you are so right yeah my brain just keeps saying it to me so let's just tell her here's what's gonna happen probably i don't know everybody's different but i just i had a sex dream about this guy who i'm not attracted to he likes you like it's you're not interested i mean whatever it's not who (laughs) you said it like i knew did i know you had a sex dream about him I told you, you, we just talk about so much. Like, you just like you forgot. I, it wasn't even a, it's weird. It wasn't even a sex. We didn't, he didn't penetrate me. Like we just hooked up and I did get off. And this is just, 
this was weeks ago. You know, like if you have a, f- a fresh dream about somebody, then you would see them or you see them on social media. You're like, oh my gosh, like this has been weeks. And every time I see them on social media, I'm like, oh, it's weird. I'm just not attracted to them like that. Um, and so, well, one of our good friends was telling me about a sexual experience with his girlfriend. And that night, I not sexually at all. He was describing it to me and another friend of ours. Like it was not coming on to me. And I had a sex dream about him that night. And it was so hot. And then I woke up and I felt so weird. Oh, yeah. oh I hated it. So I, I mean, I think proceed with caution, but do it. I mean, I, I like her style talking about the thighs. Like I like that. She told us what his, the asset is that she's interested in. Listen, there's plenty of things that I know are bad for me. I do them anyways. So if she comes to Dallas tonight, I'm going to show her the picture of that guy and be like, here's some thighs for you. (laughs) And he is a great kisser. (laughs) (laughs) His legs. Oh, Oh, his whole body. Honestly, his whole body. He's really sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I also would never masturbate to anybody that Ashley liked. Also for the same reason. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, this guy. I'm like, we saw it. I also, I, like I said, I can't masturbate to exes. It's like very hard for me. And like, if I had like a bad breakup with somebody, it's like my brain actually will not allow me to let them like pleasure me. Well, if you yeah, have, they fucked you over and you have a bad image of them. But I have exes that I'm fine with on good terms or I don't hate them. Not that we're buddies, but like. I'll think about like a hot hookup and, and masturbate to it. Like I'll conjure up that image. Mm-hmm. Like I just, yeah, I guess X is a broad term. If it's somebody I just used to sleep with, like the waiter at the Cheesecake Factory, who I would blow and he would call me good girl and stroke my hair, I still masturbate to that. But yeah, like an X that is like a very recent X that I was hurt by, I like, can't do it. Yeah, my brain won't let me do it. We, I don't even know if we ever answered this early at the top as we conclude this episode. Do you think you've ever dated a soft boy? No, I don't. Like, it's it's not something that I, I like, know. relate to. I mean, I'm, you and I, we did sort of talk about it. I mean, I love somebody that skews a little bit feminine emotionally. Um, the last boyfriend I had went to therapy a lot. I think that, I told you, I think he's, like, emotionally brilliant, but it's genuine. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever feel like somebody's used that kind of thing to manipulate me. Yeah, I, I think I can kind of, like, smell it out. And I, I certainly like guys that do, like, give off a a more masculine. I mean, I'll, I'll like, I'll do, I like guys that look masculine, I guess, you know, the look masculine. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you're using like this wokeness to manipulate me or this softness, I don't know. It's not attractive to me. And I think I see through it quickly. Yeah. Um, so no, I don't think I ever have, but I mean, I think Gen Z has got to look out a little bit more. I think this is becoming more prevalent. It's an epidemic. Yes, totally. <laughs> Bella agrees. Thank you for consulting this on this episode, Bella. We'll have her on soon. We know you guys want her on. We know you guys, we know you want it. Bella, anything else you want to add? She just flipped her hair. Well, she said, she, like, as we were kind of discussing this episode, she thinks someone that she dated was soft, like came to her in the moment. She was like, oh my God, he was a soft boy. 100%. But, like, the anger she said was interesting. You know, we said, like, somebody would be, like, so, like, soft and kind. And then they'll, like, like flip. Like, flip on you like that. Yeah. Um, so she dealt with that. Yeah. We've opened her mind. We changed Bella's whole life. Yeah, we unlocked it from memory unlocked. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to this episode from the car. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah, this is fun. This is, we do this. From, we're like cat and nat. We just record from the car now because we have a bunch of kids. <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> kids were trying to escape. This no, made the time to go. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just get in the car. We're like, we're not moms anymore. Um, <laughs> this made the drive go really fast. And um, we'll catch you up next week on the breast reduction. Oh Ashley's trip to California yes. and everything. And then we will be in California very soon. Yeah. So grab those tickets. Oh, my gosh. Yes. There's only a few left if there are even any left at this point. And you guys can see where we have shows coming up. And if the tickets are left, there should be some in um, definitely Detroit, Indianapolis, Kansas City, St. Louis, and Pittsburgh. 
Pittsburgh's going quick, but grab those tickets, you guys. We cannot wait to see you. Those are going to be really fun shows. And you can follow us on Instagram at Girls Gotta Eat Podcast. I am Ash Hess on Instagram. Raina is Raina Duck Greenberg. Girls underscore Gotta Eat on Twitter and YouTube.com slash Girls Gotta Eat. And we will see you next week from the studio. Have a good week, guys. Bye. 